Welcome to the 54th episode of Solid Rock. I'm Nicole Blazik. Today is March 12th. If you're in Wisconsin, it doesn't really feel like March. It's about five degrees right now. It feels more like we're in January. So we in the Midwest, we're praying and hoping for those signs of spring to be coming soon. I hope you are able to enjoy some spring weather coming up too. I don't know about you, but maybe you've been glued to your TV. You've been hearing about all that's going on in the Ukraine and in Russia. This can prompt us in how to pray for these dear people to come to know the Lord, for the fighting to stop and for there to be peace. We pray for them to be safe and we pray for provisions, but sometimes we can become consumed with all that's going on in our world and we forget to focus on what is most important, Jesus. We need to know what is going on in our world so that we can know how to pray, but we most importantly need to keep our eyes on the one who created the world, God. It is really easy, speaking for myself, to get depressed with all that's going on in the world. It can feel so heavy, so dark, so oppressive. But I need to take my eyes off of the world and put them on the word of God. Focus more on him than on the news and what's being said. I Maybe you need that reminder. I know I do too. I really do. Sometimes I really can get wrapped up into everything. But by God's grace, we can be reminded to keep our focus on him and his word. And that's our source of life and our perspective and our filter that we need to go through. I mentioned on the last podcast that I was speaking at our local high school to the senior class. I was so thankful to have the opportunity to share how God has helped me overcome different parts of adversity in my life. I give him all the honor and all the glory and all the praise for what he did. And he did mighty things. I just wanted to share some exciting events that are coming up. Ryan and I are really blessed to have the opportunity to share and encourage the youth in the DRC on how to stand strong and firm in this evil world. This is going to be on a Zoom call. There are some wonderful things about technology to be able to be able to engage with people around the world and have that time together. We're really looking forward to that. Then I'll be heading down south in April to meet with Pastor Phil of Abundant Life Church in Lee Summit, Missouri, and have him on the podcast. I'm really excited to introduce you to him. He has been one of the most influential pastors in my life, and he is being used mightily and boldly and courageously for the kingdom to encourage us believers to stand firm and bold in this kind of Babylonian society that we live in. Then I am really excited to have an opportunity to share with the community Bible study in Little Rock, Arkansas. I am just really excited to meet with those ladies and to have a time of encouragement to um, bless these ladies as I'm sure they will be a great blessing to me also. God is on the move in and through this podcast and allowing me to speak and to teach in different places and venues. And I'm really excited to do that to encourage women in their walk with Christ. If you or anyone you know is hosting a youth or women's event, I'd love to talk with you. My email is nmblazzc at hotmail.com. I was reading this verse in the Bible and it really brought some people to mind. Let me share it with you. It's Psalm 92, 12 through 15. But the godly will flourish like palm trees and grow strong like cedars of Lebanon. For they are transplanted into the Lord's own house. They flourish in the courts of our God. 
Even in old age, they will still produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. They will declare, the Lord is just and he is my rock. There is nothing but goodness in him. When I think of this verse, two people come to mind, Bob and Pam Tebow. They are the most Jesus-loving, eternal-focused, and mission-minded people that I know. They continue to bear fruit and are vital in growing, going about the Father's business. Pam and Bob say, nowhere in the Bible does it talk about retiring. So we, by God's grace, continue to serve the Lord till he calls us home. They are an amazing example that we all can learn from. I had the honor of spending a few days with these heroes of the faith. I had the privilege of meeting Bob, the founder of Bob Tebow Evangelistic Association, or known as BTEA, while on a mission trip in the Philippines. I was amazed by the God-sized vision that the Lord had given him to preach in every barangay and school in the Philippines. BTEA has ministered and shared the gospel in the Philippines for over 37 years. One of the things that stood out to me about Bob was how he could share the gospel with such passion, zeal, and creativity. God gives him multiple ways of sharing the gospel to minister to different types of audiences. I love how he talked about his wife and his family. But most importantly, it is his love for Jesus and his salvation that is the catalyst that motivates him for everyone to put their trust in Jesus as their personal savior. It was such a great joy to meet his lovely wife, Pam, this week. Pam is wise, loving, gracious, kind, generous, and every part of her wants people to know the hope and love of Jesus. Pam speaks all over the United States, sharing messages of pro-life, uh, hope, influence, and God's love for all. I love to hear how God uses her to share with women and to encourage them. I got to spend time talking, learning, sharing, praying, watching, and just being by them. I know this is a foreign concept in our culture to stop our schedules and to take time to fellowship with people, especially people who are more mature and wise. I want to encourage us to do this with someone maybe you respect or someone you can learn from. I know that you both will be blessed by it just like I was. When you talk to Mr. Tebow and ask him how he's doing, he will always say the same thing. I am blessed. There is so much we can learn from the way that he answers that question. He knows that despite whatever hardship or challenge he's going through, because of Jesus and his salvation, he is blessed. All the things we can learn from just that principle. Pam told me that they have a no complaining rule in their house. They have a grateful spirit and an eternal focus. They keep their focus on Jesus and people coming to know him. I was truly blessed to have this time with them. They both have influenced me in my walk with Christ as a wife, a mother, a teacher, a speaker, and a missionary. I left their home encouraged, blessed, and more focused on what the Lord has called me to do. I pray that you are encouraged like I am to take time to learn from others that are more mature in faith than you. God has given us the blessing of growing and learning from others that have a lifetime of experience and wisdom. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you and praise you that you are God and that we are not. We thank you, God, that we can trust in who you are and in your character, Jesus. We thank you that we know that you're always faithful and you're always good. You are righteous, true, and holy. 
You are loving and gracious and merciful, O God. We thank you, Jesus, for who you are and what you've done for us, Lord Jesus, taking all your sins upon yourself as a perfect sacrifice, Jesus. And you were nailed to the cross, taking all the sins of mankind. After you died, you were put in a tomb, and on the third day, you rose again. You did something that no one else in, ever in history or present or to come has ever done. You came back to life. You are an alive and a living God who gives us and offers us all a hope of eternity with you. Jesus, I pray that the people who are listening to this message today, Lord Jesus, will receive that gift, that they will put their trust in you. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. If we put our trust and our faith in him, we ask God to forgive us of our sins, believe what he's done for us on the cross and raising to dead, um, from the dead on the third day, we can have that hope that you will be our Lord and our Savior and that we can live our life for you. You will come inside of us, Lord Jesus. You will guide us. You will lead us. You will give us hope and eternity with you. Father God, I thank you for the Tebos. I thank you, Jesus, for the example that they are, Jesus. They've been through many hardships, Lord Jesus, many challenges, Lord Jesus, and they've been given many blessings and many joys. Father God, I thank you for the example that they are to all of us, Lord God, to keep our eyes on the eternal focus on who you are, that we would run and finish the race well, that you would say, well done, good and faithful servant. You've done well. And we only can do that by your grace and by abiding in you. It says, you are the vine and we are the branch. And if we abide in you, we may bear much fruit, but apart from you, we can do nothing. Pam and Bob Tebow know this. They, they live this out daily, Lord God, that they know that they get their rest and their strength from you, Lord God. So Jesus, we just thank you for them, for the example, for the way that they have ministered to thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people, the way they have discipled, encouraged, and blessed so many people. And I am just honored that I could just be one of them. Thank you for them, Lord God, for their family. We pray a blessing upon them that you would continue to strengthen them, use them, guide them, lead them, Father God, for your honor, for your glory, and for your praise. I pray, Jesus, that all of us would find someone, Jesus, that we could learn from that's more mature in wisdom and uh, age, Lord Jesus, that we could learn from. It's a biblical principle that we are to learn from people who have that wisdom, Lord Jesus. So, Father God, I pray that we would do that. Take the time in this busy culture, Lord God, to stop what we're doing and to learn from the people who are around us who have that wisdom. We thank you and praise you, God, for all you're doing. You are good and faithful all the time. We especially lift up the people in Ukraine and Russia, Lord God. We pray in Jesus' name that you will call, bring this to an end, Lord Jesus. We will bring this war to an end, Jesus. That you will confuse the plans of the evil one, Lord God. And that, Lord Jesus, that the evil would no longer be able to go forth, Father God. And that there would be peace amongst these countries, Lord Jesus. I pray for Putin. I pray for all the leaders, Lord Jesus, in the Ukraine, U.S., that they would come to know you as Lord and Savior, that they will bow on bended knee, Lord God, and know who you are, that you are God. I pray for the dear people who are in the crossfire of this, oh, Jesus as their heart aches over lost loved ones, that you would comfort them, Jesus. That they would come to know that you are there, that you will never leave them or forsake them. That if they don't know you today in Russia or Ukraine or wherever, Lord God, hearing my voice today, that they know that they can reach out and say, here I am, Lord. Save me. 
I want you to be Lord of my life. And I pray, Father God, that there will be many, many that will come to know you as Lord and Savior, Jesus. Oh, Father God, do a work here, Jesus. We need you. We have no power in ourselves, Lord God. We only can come to the one who knows all things, Jesus, and who is sovereign over all things. We believe you and we trust you for a mighty work. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for everything. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me on the podcast. It is my prayer that you come to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I pray that you are encouraged in your walk with him. May we stand on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. Until next time.